on this special episode of The Grind, Tim Wicker and Joey Cook give us practical ways to do ministry during the coronavirus. You don't want to miss it. Welcome to The Grind, a church planting podcast by the Arkansas Baptist State Convention, full of practical tips, missional strategies, and personal stories to bring you insights and encouragement on your church planting journey. We're your hosts, Neil Scoggins and Greg Addison, coming to you live from Little Rock. Welcome to a special edition of The Grind Podcast. My name is Greg Addison. I'm one of the hosts. And uh, in the middle of the coronavirus uh, pandemic, we thought it'd be great to reach out to our church planners and those interested and just share some information about how church planners are doing this. So I'm here with my co-host, Neil. Hey, Neil, how are you today? You know what? I'm good. I'm protected and good. Hey, I'm that's covered. awesome. Yeah. You know, I've, all those zombie apocalypse movies and books, I always wondered how that started. Now we know it's now you co- know. COVID-19 <laughs> is how right. zombies are created because right. everybody's functioning like a zombie out that's there. That's right. Man, I tell you, it is, uh, it's, it's something, man. I'm, I'm going to tell you what I'm learning to do. I'm learning to be Mr. Mom and teacher dad. There you go. Because it's, it's, boy, it's something. And my kids don't like it at all. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't like it at all. I heard, uh, a, I heard a tweet from a guy uh, yesterday. He said, uh, first day from working at home, I discovered this attractive woman sitting on my couch and they told me it was my wife. She seems really nice. I mean, everybody's having these moments, right? Yeah, there you go. Oh, man. Well, my wife suspended one and expelled the other yesterday. So she's in big time discipline mode. Were, were you the expended one or the suspelled one? Yeah, well, both of them. And then my kids were just looking at me banging from the outside. There you go. Who's that man outside? Uh, used to be your daddy. That's right. Dan Jordan, one of our guys there on staff, uh, he, he texted me yesterday. He said, uh, my wife filed an HR complaint today. <laughs> hey, hey, don't mention HR. My wife is HR. Ah, there you go. That's right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But, you know, we don't have our normal person in the in that That's seat right. today. We have, and you're not to say that you're an abnormal. You have an abnormal <laughs> guest. That's it. Abby normal. Abby normal. <laughs> Tim Wicker, the uh, church planning team leader here. Tim, how are you, man? I am excited to be here with you, you guys. Are. I'm a little bit scared, yeah, you a little nervous, <laughs> but uh, excited to be a part of this today. No, what happens is you you should be nervous if Dave was sitting there. Yeah, that yeah. would be that would be really There's the reason Dave's not sitting yeah. here. Exactly right. Yeah, you, this is the most relaxed I've been on the grind in episode a, in a long time. There man. you go, because you never. Know know what Dave is going to do because when he grabs the chair and sits up like that you start getting oh, nervous you, you start getting nervous scary thought scary yeah. thought Dave with coronavirus Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> is this a call in is he going to call in the middle of this I sure hope not <laughs> well hope not. we uh, also have with us Joey Cook Joey say hi hello everyone Joey how are you man I'm doing well. I'm also cooped up in a home office, and uh, I've got my faithful dog companion here at my side, a couple of books open, and uh, man, we're just moving forward. It's, it is a grind for sure, but uh, yeah, we're in, we're in a good spot. So, social distancing right there. There you go. That's, That's it. it. 
Well, Joey, we're glad to have Joey with us. He is uh, the pastor at City Church and planted that church, and he also works with us in a lot of our areas in church planning, and so we are grateful for his expertise. Well, we thought it would be, uh, you know, this time in this coronavirus, Neil, everybody's sort of figuring out how we continue to be the church in light of social distancing and everything else. And so um, while we're putting out resources on ABSC, Dot org and all of that stuff. We also wanted to speak particularly to our church planners and uh, and just find out how they're working through this, how we can encourage each other, uh, be able to share some of those best practices yeah. uh, that they are figuring out in this time through this platform. And so uh, I know that Tim and his staff have been talking with church planners around Arkansas, finding out how things are going, finding out what best practices they are creating. And so we thought it'd be great just to have this special episode to talk to them a little bit and share some of that information. So Tim, uh, how are our church plants coping with the COVID-19 experience? (laughs) Just like everyone else, (laughs) (laughs) trying to figure it out. Uh, I had several conversations yesterday with guys and uh, at the end of each conversation, ask, how can I pray for you? And the, and every single person asked for the same thing, asked for wisdom yep. in navigating these times. And I don't think that's just for church planters either. I think that's pastors and ministry leaders across the board. But yeah. uh, they're trying to figure it out, trying, trying to adapt on the fly. And uh, they're doing some creative things, but uh, in the middle of it, they're, they're, they're just thinking through, how do we do this? How, yeah. how does this change our daily routine? Are you, are you getting more calls than normal? Than, than, uh, or are you reaching out to them? Are they reaching out to you? How is that working with the, with the planters? We are reaching out to them right now, just okay. kind of seeing where they are. And it's any way we can come alongside to them and help and partner together with them and, yeah. and, and trying to hear from them and share their ideas with others. That's, that's why I'm excited about this podcast. We're able to take a minute to say, hey, so-and-so's doing this. Is this something that might fit in your situation or yeah. your circumstance? Yeah. Well, got some creative guys out there. There really are. And that's one of the beauties of church planting is it's an entrepreneurial world. That's right. And so they are finding new ways to do ministry. So in a lot of ways, this can really be a help to traditional churches. Yeah. They're, they're being forced into a new type of creativity. Yeah. And uh, they can really be an incredible uh, resource and model uh, out there for our churches. Well, how's the mood among the planters? How are they doing? <laughs> I think the mood is just like everybody else's mood. <laughs> like, there, there, there is a bit of, and, and Joey can speak into this, but there is a little bit of uh, angst, a little bit of concern okay. of what, what is this going to look like? How long is it going to last? Yeah. How is this going to affect long, long term? term? Yeah. yeah. Joey, yeah. how are your folks doing? Uh, we're doing well today. Uh, there, was, um, there was a hump for us. You know, there. I, I think every every leader that's listening to this podcast right now has one of two options: is we can go on on the offense or the defense. And uh, this is one of those times where I, you read the scripture and they they went back fishing. You know, that would be to play defense. It's just mm-hmm. to kind of withdraw and pull the pillow over your head. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we're we're seeing uh, the other side too. Folks are there's some folks going on the offense, and it can be a little aggressive. And uh, we've we've sort of had this grief process of both and now we're trying to find middle ground uh what we discovered quickly is that uh like tim said everyone's kind of feeling the same way with the the panic has hit our parishioners and so we felt like the best um 
decision for us was just to contact everyone. And so one of my staff members made 65 phone calls wow. yesterday. Uh, and he got to the end of it and he called me and he said, man, we have an amazing group of people and I'm very privileged to be able to do this job. I just wanted to say thank you. Wow. And to me, that was kind of captured the heart of this whole journey uh, so far. You know, I'd be lying if I didn't say that there was uh, some phone calls that I had to make yesterday to some folks who were kind of leading to the widespread panic. And we didn't ask them to not be afraid. Uh, we just spoke some truth into their life about who God was and what he had, the promises that he had made. And, and we were able to navigate some of those choppy waters. So definitely a time to initiate and engage as leaders. Um, and to, to, and, and that's a twofold process as well. Like we've, I have, I know that we, our people need strong leadership right now. And I, I think that's true for everyone listening to this podcast is for such a time as this, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, some, some trust in chariots and horses, but we trust in the Lord, our God. Yeah. Um, I heard a man say yesterday, fear and praise can't live in the same house. So, so we want to provide strong leadership, but also honest leadership, you know, Hey, we're scared too. We don't know how this is going to impact us, but here's some things that we can hold on to. And so that's kind of the, the, the posture of our folks and our leaders uh, through these last few days. Well, I was really blessed to hear you talk about um, calling the folks and, mm-hmm. uh, and reaching out and touching base. I, I think that's a real key thing, Joey, and uh, to hear the response of the people, um, hopefully our, our listeners, church planners, and even pastors of, of more traditional churches that are listening, how key that is. Um, we can't just rely on the routine of Wednesday nights and Sunday mornings right, right to communicate now. anymore. Yeah. Right. yeah, and for ministry, you know, for connection. Yeah. Like I'm a yeah. little, I could be a little lazy as a church member calling somebody uh, in my uh, small group on Thursday or Friday because I know I'm going to see them on Sunday. So right. I just kind of do what I'm doing. And here, uh, it's moving us back into being faithful in those basic ministry things yeah. that make us the church. That's a great word yeah. to share. How are you, i just curious about that. We're talking about the mood uh, with the planters and what you're doing with the church. How, because home has to be okay first. So how are mm. you handling that? Or what have you heard about home? How, how guys are just handling home? Because I know uh, as, a, as a husband, our first response is to, or our first uh, 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 op- opportunity or responsibility is to take care of home first. I mean, we can't take care of others and, and unless first we take care of home. How are you, what are you doing in the home as a planter, as a leader to kind of jump out there and say, Hey, you know what guys, everything's okay. God has got us. Yeah. To, you know, we, to go back earlier in the conversation about, you know, school at home, I have a nine year old, and 10 year old. And mm. so the, the first thing right now that they're out of school is we want to keep learning teachers sent home information packets and so uh we we just kind of had fun with it uh we uh, dad's the superintendent and mom is the principal (laughs) and the superintendent taught geography lesson so uh my nine and ten year olds didn't know the continent i don't know if that's a normal thing so we started with seven continents and we did testing and then we took a field trip we uh took our bikes and went down the road and went on a hike Look and we there. got to the top of we got to the top of this mountain that's near our neighborhood, and we sang a song of worship together uh, when, as we looked over the city. And so we just tried to embrace it, 
and and honestly to have a good time with it right now since daddy's on a, a podcast call that my wife's out uh, and she's on the bicycles with the kids we just finished up breakfast and, and a, a daily devotional uh, so it was it's a, it really is a time to engage as fathers because uh, man if it's if it's widespread panic and everybody's trying to kill each other in the household it's probably going to be hard to pass to your people in a loving way. Yeah. You're probably going to start beating your sheep instead <laughs> of feeding them. Wow. Um, so, I, and, I, and I think that's a tendency that we can all have when we're in unhealthy positions as leaders. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm I talk, give me your address, uh, Joey. I'm sending yeah, drop, my, drop my, my, I got a six and or eight year old and I don't know the continent. So <laughs> I'm going to take them to you. I was talking with one of our planters yesterday, and I asked that very question. How's life at home? You're having to be at home. You got two small kids, and he's going nuts right now. He's like, I've got to get out of here. I can't get anything done. Yeah. Yeah, I love that picture of Joey being the sheep. He's like, put your brother down. Hello, Mrs. Jones. How are you doing in this? You're killing your kids and loving on the seat. That's funny. Yeah, but sometimes you go through that season, man, I'm telling you. Let's let me ask this first to Tim and then to Joey. Um, just kind of set the stage for some of the ministry things we're learning that our guys are creating. Um, if you're going to set a, a priority of things that a planter needs to do right now as a pastor, you know, everybody's asking questions. How do I create online giving and do we need to go on video and do I make everybody make these phone calls? Is there gospel ministry that I do? Do you have kind of a sense of um, uh, of a priority? Start with this, then go to this, then go to this. Or are you getting a sense of that from the guys you talk to? What kind of like where are the what are the basic things we really need to hunker down to and get to right now? Yeah, that's a great question, Greg. There's a um, there, there's a lot of questions out there. What what do we do? How do we do this? How do we do that? Setting up the stuff for Sunday services. How do we how do we go online and do that? Some of those kind of questions. I, I think it does go back. I think there is a priority of, and it's got to be prayer. Uh, yeah. The, each guy that I talked to yesterday is like, we're we're praying. We're trying to figure this out. We're meeting with our leadership, pulling them together. Um, I think there's a, a a need to pour in. It's an opportunity to expand our leadership base as we're maybe some of are going going to home groups or trying to to help our leaders lead well in a weird time in a weird situation. Yeah. So I think it's an opportunity to pour in our, into our leaders, especially right now, as they go out and make the phone calls, as they try yeah. to gather. And I'm using my hands right now that didn't <laughs> communicate at all on a podcast. No, but, no, uh, it does. It does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great word, though. Um, uh, prayer always reminding us foundation, but investing in leaders. This is a time because anything you do, right. whether you go online or don't go online or start this or whatever, you can't communicate or do all that if you haven't done that through your leaders exactly. and so that's, that time, right. that's a great word to to make that a priority is focusing on strengthening them during this time and, yeah. and it and it it does go hand in glove though with the with the social media and the the technology questions yes. that they're asking because they're trying to invest in their leaders via zoom or they're yeah. trying to put together so they're i don't know which which comes first do we set up the structure by which we can communicate better on yeah. Sundays and, yeah. and, and one-on-one through the week, or do we do we uh, invest in the leaders, find the leaders? So I think there are a couple of things right there that need to, need to happen fairly quickly uh, in the process. Yeah. Uh, and, and then I, I think, you know, Joey, Joey talked about it, 
calling, getting connecting with our members, kind of helping calm, uh, bring some peace, bring some scripture, bring some truth into the situation where they're, if they're on Facebook or if they're watching the news on TV, yeah. they're, they're yeah. just wondering what's up and how that there's, there's a spiritual dimension to everything in life and what's going on behind the scenes is every bit as important as the, the physical stuff that we're having to, to yeah. adapt to now. So I think Joey's, Joey had a great word there on, on loving folks and speaking scripture and truth into their lives. So those would be some of the things I would suggest or, or think through that, that, have, that have heard uh, yeah. the last couple of days. Joey, what's a priority for you? What do you, what do you think that, that, you know, one, two, and three, what are those things that as a pastor, as a planter, Hey, here are the first three things that we need to, we need to jump out and take care of. Yeah. And, and it's been referenced a couple of times, but, uh, during these difficult times, uh, going back to the basics, you know, spending time in prayer and God's word that, that you, uh, I think it's our, my, my gut was to skip all of those processes mm. to get to, okay, how are we going to pull off online giving? How are we going to keep our people connected, keep the flock together? Uh, but when uh, the spirit got a hold of me and it took a few days, to be honest with you, there's about a 72 hour curve to this where I went through some, uh, really ugly and kind of anxious and panicky stages uh, just to come back to the place where, hey, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to spend a half hour just talking to the Father. Yeah. Uh, and and it, it's crazy how that happens. We're, we're, going at, we're actually going through the Who's Your One series right now, going into Easter as a church, where we can't really right. do that in the public space. And right. uh, so uh, I, I'm praying for my one. Well, yesterday he called me and asked me to go fishing by my house. And while we were fishing, uh, he asked me, he said, hey, could we, sometimes could we talk about God and science and how those two uh, work together? Wow. That wow. was unsolicited. Man. And so I went home and I, I told my wife, I said, let me tell you about the conversation I had with my one. This is the power of prayer. Yeah, uh, I, can, I can't create that. And so when we start with that, that foundation and that base, then it said, then God can work. You know, he's going to work. Uh, on our behalf and so starting there being in the word um you know the second is i like to think through the leadership levels of my church so Mm -hmm. it starts with me second is it it went for us uh our ecclesiology we're we 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 have an elder rule of form of government here at our church and so i want to make sure those are guys are on the on the same page so we're talking daily yeah uh we got to keep them intact and then i just start that starts to trickle outward uh, it's the staff. Does the staff have everything they need? Am I, and so I'm connecting personally with my staff. Those were all phone calls from me, making sure everyone uh, knows their lane during this time yeah. and is healthy and connected. We had a staff member who was in a panic state, and that was creating panic in our body. And so we had to, uh, I had to, we just talked to them off the ledge uh, and reminded them uh, of who we are in Christ and how we were going to get through this. I reminded them of some previous battles that we had went through and how God had carried them, carried us through that. And, uh, and man, it's, it's a different story today. And then, and now that gets to the body at large. So, uh, now that, now that we're making phone calls and we're sending out all kinds of text messages and thinking through, all right, how can we communicate this to our people today? We're shooting video, uh, for, social media audience, and we're pushing it out to covenant members. I think that this is an opportunity uh, for the church right now. We just had the biggest spike in covenant membership that we've had since the very first year. Wow. Uh, so people are coming in and actually joining the church now. They want to 
stay in communication. There's a time that has presented itself now more than ever. They they want to they want to talk to somebody. They want to have a live body. You know, people are cooped up in their house, and so the fields really are ripe for conversation and for for gospel conversation. And so that's kind of the order that I'm I'm thinking through this thing, Neil. At least at least in those those first few days. That's a great word, Joey. Awesome. And I appreciate your transparency in sharing that. Um, you know, we all some some folks kind of react. This this thing hits us weird. Um, I know some guys have blown it off as some kind of you know conspiracy or weird thing or public panic. Other people have been in the panic mode, as you shared. And then I've talked to a lot of pastors as we connected, like you're doing, uh, and they just went into leader mode. You know, yeah, they ran yeah. and skip right, and that'd be my tendency yeah. is to go right past. Uh-huh. The, you know, forget my prayer time because I got yeah. work to do. I got strategy to got to get <laughs> and, and, go, and go run off. I got to figure out how to do this. I got to get this done. You know, and so yeah. that was a great, great testimony there that helps all of us as we go back through that journey. No, get back to the fundamentals. Start with prayer. Start with the Word of God because yeah. you you can go figure out how to go online and broadcast your service on Sunday, but you you're preaching out of something else that you're. Yeah. Instead of where you should have been in the presence of the mm. Lord and have that word from your people, so we can go run out and do the technical stuff and forget that you know the flow the of core the Holy of what, yeah. Spirit mm. and the Word of God that should have been creating that that message yeah. they needed at that time. We were talking the other day, man. Google can show you how, but God shows you when and to who. Come on, uh, so Pray. you know. Uh, man, to hear you hear you kind of go back to that, to going back to God. Now, here, here's the deal. And there are a lot of people that will be listening going, hey, I need some practical things or specific things I need to do. You've laid out some practical Absolutely. stuff. And, you know, when we talk about the church being the church, we really, this is really giving us a grand opportunity to go back and be the church yeah. instead of being the weekend gathering or the yeah. whatever. There's a lot of conversation out there. Is God allowing this for for the church to recalibrate? Yeah. Think through yeah. who we are and how we operate. Yeah. And we're being forced to do some things differently rather than the same old yeah. routine. So I wonder if there's not some yeah. truth there. That, they, yeah. that uh, yeah. We have an opportunity now to get back to the basics, as yeah. Greg said. Yeah. It's the old story that everybody uses, the illustration uh the old school Packers lose and Vince Lombardi calls them in and goes, gentlemen, this is a football. It's kind of like yeah, the, right. the, 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 Lord, the Lord telling us all, gentlemen, this is a football. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, that's Calvary. I died right up there. Yeah, That's a great illustration, Greg. And I think of a pastor who makes a hospital visit. You know, we're limited now on what we can do in person. So essentially what we're doing is we're making highly effective hospital visits one phone call at a time. Where we, we're saying things like, hey, I love you. I'm praying for you. So a time when every single person in our body is hurting in some capacity. It's reminding them of simple things like we are better together. And this is what the church is, is, was made for. And so it, it is. It's, this is a football. And that's what a great illustration. Yeah. Uh, let me just share a word. I've been, you guys talking about prayers. I'm an interim. Neil's a pastor. Tim has been a pastor many times in interims and things we do here. Uh, here's a word I'm praying for the church where I'm the interim. Colossians chapter 1, uh, verse mm. 9. We are asking that you may be filled. He says, we haven't stopped praying for you, Paul, right. writing the church in Colossae. And he says, we are asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will. That's knowing who we are. In all wisdom 
Tim, there's the wisdom that everybody's asking for, mm-hmm. and we're praying for that for our people in all wisdom and spiritual understanding so that you, the people in the church, may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work. Joey, that's that time you're talking about. Man, if this is an opportunity for the gospel, let's pray for our people to do that. And growing in the knowledge of God. So just a, just a word there if that's an encouragement for pastors on what to pray. Man, that's major. Uh, Tim, as you've talked to the church planners around, what are some of the ways that they're adapting in this time? Well, I think I, I think Joey's mentioned one or two of them, but there's, they are having to adapt how they communicate uh, with, mm-hmm. with the phone calls, with the regular phone calls, because we don't have the regular gathering. But they're also using different platforms on social media, uh, going online. I, I saw last night probably six or seven different church plants doing some sort of online Bible study on Facebook. I, I, I was joking with Neil earlier. I'm not sure if Zuckerman's going to see what's going on here, but, but Facebook is being used to share the gospel That's exponentially right. Yeah. right now. It's all over the place. He had no idea he'd be the number one church builder in America. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. But the gospel is going out in, in tremendous ways via, via social media. Um, so, so our guys are, are, are adapting and, and using social media more. Uh, they're, church planters, church plants are, are young. Mm-hmm. They're fairly fragile. I, 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 I don't say delicate, but I think they're, they're fragile. But uh, they're also very, uh, have the ability to, to flex yeah. And change up without without a lot of heat, a lot, yeah. of, a lot of pressure from from the yeah. traditionals, and, uh, and and they're resilient. They're going to bounce back in in the middle of this. So so they're adapting. They're doing things social media wise. They're they're connecting with their communities and their community leaders, saying what can we do, how can we help. Yeah, uh, they're reaching out in in lots of different ways. And I, I know Joey's church is is one that's uh, been very effective in in connecting with the community and and seeking to serve the community over the years, but especially. Even even right now, yeah. um, there's there's a couple of them who have lost their their wives or their husbands have have lost jobs just yeah. this week. You know, mm-hmm. two or three of them, yeah. and so they're they're adapting to uh, to, to life and and uh, some some physical concerns there, but uh, doing a lot of different creative things as far as getting the message out to their folks. Uh, and uh, using using online, using social media, using Zoom to to, to uh, do that um, in, in a lot of different ways, not just a Facebook Live presentation, but they're also doing Bible studies online with yeah. interaction, being able to read note prayer prayer meetings. Yeah, uh, via Facebook where they can ask for prayer requests and they can all pray for them together. Yeah, yeah. Well, one of the things as we um, develop our communication staff at ABSC, you know, we kind of study these things, and I get the privilege of working with Nick Bird and Sarah Vaughn, who is our engineer uh, running our podcast, <laughs> and we're grateful for her, and I get a chance to work with them. And uh, one of the things that we have learned in that process is the power of Facebook groups, just something oh, yeah. that yeah. simple. Yeah. And if you think about television, you know, they're even advertising that. You yeah. know, they have the kazoo group that yeah. they have on yeah. the TV commercial <laughs> and all that. And just a simple way that anybody can do uh, do a Facebook group for your group. You just set it up, and everybody can talk right there. And yeah. there's just fast right on your phone or wherever you are. Stay connected. There are just so many simple ways even uh, that they can use these platforms 
with the focus that priority talked about of being connected. Yeah. Pl- yeah. Platforms that everybody already has yes. and uses. I, yeah. I think it's difficult during this time to create a new, oh, y'all need to sign up for this so we can do this. Yeah. But, right. but uh, there's, there's a lot of them out there that everybody's always using, Facebook and Twitter and, and uh yeah, you people know. start talking about Zoom. You think, well, that's a bad Tim Allen movie. I don't really know. You know, what is that? But, that was a PBS show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, but a Facebook group, but a Facebook group is easy. Anybody can do that. It takes you know a minute and a half. I yeah, mean, and yeah. then you just you know uh, invite or send a text to everybody to get on there, and it's a quick way to share and, and be connected. Well, so. Joey mentioned something just early on, and I you know in all of the technology that, that we have, you know, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and Facebook groups and all this other stuff, uh, you. YouTube, he mentioned something that I think a lot of us are missing, the telephone. Yes. Yeah. He said, and Joey, you know, they pick up the phone. How were they connecting with the members? Were they texting first and then calling, or they're just calling? Yeah, we just went down our list. We pulled our database and made it public to all of our staff and elders and said, hey, it'd be awesome if they get six calls, but for sure they're going to get one. And so we make a phone call and we ask two questions. One is, do you need help? Uh, what's going on? You know, how is there something that we can do? Can we pull some resource together? And then the second question we're asking is, can you help? Because uh, mm. there are some folks that are not being affected and have mm. the resources to help others. And so I, I think we're that helps us pool resources and 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 be the body in Acts chapter two that cares for the needs of one another. And then and then uh, we'll pray for them over the phone. So uh, really, just simple. Uh, simple connection. You guys mentioned outlets to connect. Another really simple one is Facebook Messenger. Uh, most hmm. every grandmother and grandfather have easy access to Facebook Messenger. You yeah. can set up group calls there where it will literally ring their phone. It's very simple. Yep. Uh, we had two groups meet last night. Oh, we mentioned Zoom. It is a little more uh, complicated, uh, but the you know, I, and I don't want to shift gears too fast, but we're talking about what can churches do. Yeah. And and, and you guys let me know if you want to uh, hold this for a, another moment. No, but take off. We have, okay, we found Will Mancini's Church Unique uh, very helpful in this time. So regardless of if you're a pastor, leader, church planter, uh, that, that finding your spot is really a combination of three things. The first is local predicament. Uh, what are the unique needs and, and opportunities where universal God has Universal predicament that? right now. <laughs> yeah, what's right? your universal predicament? There you go. Yeah, yeah. What, what's going on in the, in the world? What's going on in our city? Uh, and, and then that, that second one being collective potential. What are the resources and, and the capabilities that God uh, has, has given our church? And so we all have tools, especially planters. Planters have a unique set of tools. Uh, you know, maybe some aren't, like we mentioned, tech savvy and have the ability. Maybe we have a, a building or a resource. And before I get into our sweet spot, is the third one is that apostolic is free. You know, what lights our fire? What energizes us? Um, what animates our leadership? And so the, the, uh, for us, we have a facility uh, and we have, uh, we have technology at our fingertips. And so one one the Chamber of Commerce, Conway Chamber of Commerce, is coming in to record live videos today in our facility. So we've been working for two days on our production side to have the capacity for people to get messages out very clearly uh, and then to take calls. So they're going to be able to YouTube live, Facebook live right from our facility. 
and and that's a, just a simple way to serve the city. We we have a couple of bankers coming in today to talk to folks about finance, and then the chamber is going to blast that just to help people um, deal with um, wh- you know these financial scares that we're all experiencing. If you've opened up the the stock market apps anytime recently, wow. uh, another uh, you know another simple thing that we're doing. God's given us some relationship with the local hospital administration, and we are connected to a large network of pastors. Uh, Greg was a part of this uh, just a couple of nights ago. There's probably 25 pastors from our area that came together, and uh, some folks are utilizing technology to help other guys get their sermons online. It was Another a, cool. It was thing a blessing to to hear Joey offer to all those pastors, just like he said with the Chamber of Commerce. Uh, he offered to all those pastors that didn't have the capacity or know how to film their services to put mm-hmm. them online. Uh, Joey and his church offered to film those for them. So wow. They could, L- lots uh, of churches them, are helping so. churches in this process, helping smaller churches and uh, yeah. awesome to see. That's cool. Well, that when, awesome. uh, and then when he said apostolic esprit, esprit. the ghost of Dave McClung. That's it, man. Through the ground when, that's today. why I looked at, I, wait, so Joy, when you mentioned Will Mancini, I just pointed to Greg. I knew where yeah. you were going, but cause yeah. you know, the, all of these things work hand in hand. Now, now here's the, this was the funny part. A lot of people think that, Hey, you know, all these uh, podcasts are just standalones by them. They are really interconnected. Yeah. Yeah. Every right. single thing that we've talked talked about from prayer to uh, plugging people in to small groups to collective potential to uh, uh, local predicament or world predicament and apostolic spirit all those things that we've talked about up to this point it's almost as if God is giving us the test that he's gave Solomon there's this two ladies coming in fighting over a baby now and we got to figure out how to yeah, deal with yeah. this deal so all of that goes hand in hand yeah that's a great word uh, it's really true when you go back to we talk about out a minute ago going to the fundamentals well a, a, a book like that the framework like that using this language of local predicament for yeah. example that's that's how you do those basics i mean yeah. that, that's a beautiful yeah. framework and so it's cool joey uh, for that to come out so naturally in how you're approaching ministry and you've got a framework that you can equip your people and lead your people to do that it's great we're, we're having fun with it but it was a great picture of just what neil's saying yeah yeah that is awesome yeah and i, I think we all have to answer the question as, as leaders of, of god's churches what, what are we worshiping right now? Are we ultimately trying to find a way to get our voice in front of our people by lifting up a gathering? Uh, mm. Or are, are we worshiping Jesus? And can we throw all the other things to the side for just a second and, and kind of from a blank slate go, okay, how do we love people and get the good news of Jesus into every household when people are self-quarantining? Yeah. And so if we can flip the script just a little bit and go— Instead of trying to prop up the things that I think are most important, uh, what if we go to the thing that we all agree on are, is the most important, and how can we distribute that in the most meaningful way? And that may be handwritten cards. One of the things that we're encouraging our folks to do is take a stack of index cards and write eight to ten letters and go put them on the mailbox of every single person in your neighborhood, just saying, hey, we're here. We see you. Uh, we've got a few extra groceries in our pantry. If you get in a bind, here's a cell phone number. Yeah. So that's it, awesome. this is a it's a very unique opportunity for the church to be the church at a time when we're not all having to obsess about uh, if we're going to nail our transitions on Sunday. 
we have a we have a new dose of free time here, and and, and we need to ask how we can best utilize that for the gospel. Wow. What a great word. What are some other ways, Tim? Uh, Joey shared some incredible ways to reach out. Tim, what are some other ways that church planners have told you they're reaching out? Man, he's hit he's hit a couple of them, several of them. There, there's some there's some. Uh... <laughs> I just started clicking my pen and got scolded. There's uh, several of our church planters have been a part of homeschooling in the past, and and I've noticed some of them reaching out to others, offering tips and ideas on oh, how to occupy yeah. the time yeah. that's with good. your kids in the house and, and some things that they can do there. That, that's a great word because this is a stunning thing on families. All the kids at home mm-hmm. don't know when they're going back to school mm-hmm. and all that kind of deal. That, that's a great that's a great opportunity right yeah. there. Want to make yeah. sure we don't just blow past that. That, that is a really incredible opportunity. A lot of a lot of ideas are being shared back and forth related to that. There's we've got church planters that have connected with the local school systems, helping with uh, breakfasts or lunches as. Uh, um, Students aren't getting those those meals that they would normally get. Well, we got a. I actually got a phone call from one of the school districts uh, looking for Southern Baptist churches across uh, certain areas for drop off points, and ended mm-hmm. up connecting uh, a church, uh, several churches as we go forward with that. So bringing that up with the because they can't find everybody, but they know that the faith community knows exactly where people are. So they're saying, "Hey, forget this." Let's find a church that can be a drop-off point. So that's, man, that is awesome right there. Lots of different ways are, like Joey just mentioned, trying to connect with their own neighborhood. Um, I know one church that's uh, going live on Facebook and, and on Sunday morning, but they're inviting and asking their churches or their folks in their church just to invite the neighborhood to a watch party. You know, an opportunity to, to get to know their neighbors a little bit better and hear the gospel where they they have been cooped up all week and and, and don't know what they're going to be doing on Sunday and not sure which ones to watch and which ones not to watch. Here's an opportunity for us to invite those neighbors we've been building relationships with to, to, to hear the gospel in a, what we would say is our our church setting. Yeah, there you go, in a contextualized way. Hey, uh, uh, Joey, let me ask you a question. What now, what does assimilation look like now? <laughs> I'm just yeah. curious. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, you I connect, I got the card, I got a neighbor up the street. He's like, yeah, I want some groceries. I give him some green beans. And then, you know, tell me about this Jesus that made you give. What does assimilation look like now? Yeah, that's a really good question. And I threw you out there on that one. I was trying to give you some time to kind of figure that deal out. When you get the answer, say, yeah, again. So because, because, I mean, really, a lot of times people are saying, hey, give them an opportunity to accept Christ online and all of that. They raise their hand. But after they raise their hand, what's next? Yeah, uh, this is something that we're trying to figure out right now, too. Uh, We we actually have a guy with a lot of ministry experience in our church that we're tasking with this very question. We go, how do we move people forward? And uh, to me, it's, it's individual phone calls. Uh, again, I know I keep going back to that. It's text messages. It's saying, how can we pray for you? Uh, and, 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 it, and it's asking uh, people if uh, they would consider taking a next step. Maybe if they are a guest that a friend has brought into a watch party. Uh, I, I, I'm feeling the tension of being... Uh, forward and trying to bring a local church agenda to mm. uh, to lost seekers. Um, I almost feel, at least in the short run, if I can just meet a physical need or if I can offer to pray for someone, 
that may be assimilation for mm. us right wow. now. Uh, any anything more than that might it kind of to me feels a little heavy handed. Yeah, uh, and and. If you yeah. think about it, too, that grid that a lot of time we use in evangelism training, you know, people start hostile to the gospel and they work on a continuum towards eventually mm-hmm. making the decision. What you're, what you're highlighting is these are real opportunities for those seed-sowing sections in yeah. that continuum that we're making connections, we're changing their impression of the church, we're just showing the testimony, you know, of the hope that is within us, that that kind of deal. And that's a, that is a, a great... Uh, word, Joey, and it is valuable. I, we shouldn't limit the value of that ministry right. when you really understand uh, you know, the continuum of evangelism and how that works with so many people in today's culture. Two, two planters yesterday told me about witnessing opportunities they had directly related to, the, to folks being quarantined or, or them connecting with somebody, them knowing that they're a pastor, knowing that they're a church planter, asking them, Similar wow. questions to your your one asked Joey, yeah. and uh, I, I I don't think we need to be opportunistic in trying to manipulate this situation for yeah. our local church benefit. But at the same time, God is providing opportunities to share that good news with with people who are wondering what in the world is going on and going to happen to me. Well, that goes back to prayer. I mean, that's how God opens those doors. And Paul told the church repeatedly, pray for effective open doors for the sharing of the gospel. So we really believe scripture or not. And God is God (laughs) and he opens these doors. Uh, It's incredible. Well, what are some ways as y'all, Joey, in your experience and Tim, as you've talked to start with Tim, as you, you talk with church planters and stuff. What are other ways that churches can come alongside church planters and help them in this time? Uh, great question, Greg. Um, there's a there's a concern. There's a there's a little bit of a we don't know what this is going to look like. Or there, there's a little bit of fear, a little bit of concern. Maybe not fear is not the right word, but there's almost a weariness to trying to figure this all out. So I, I think pastors that who've been through some stuff in the past can, can connect with church planters, pray for them, encourage them through this process. Be the what 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 Joey learned three days out. You know, just, just connect with them. Say, hey, mm-hmm. God is in control. Love on them through this process. I think there's ways that Joey, Joey mentioned opening up his his facilities to uh, record their services or yeah. record some stuff. There's some guys down in the Delta that that could use something like that. They're going to yeah. have services with their 15 or 20 people, but there's others that are going to say, no, we've, we've got to be more careful. They're all older. How do I? I don't have the technology yeah. to do this. Would, would somebody open up their door? Somebody close, somebody local open up yeah. their door. So I think churches all across the state could offer that and, and, and be there for others. And they're doing that. We're, we're seeing that on a, on a regular basis. Um, I, I think coming alongside them with, with prayer, coming alongside them with, with tools to, to, to navigate this. And it might be even the sharing of facilities. Even though we're not supposed to meet in large groups, some of these church plants are smaller. Yeah. And uh, opening up their facilities to, to, to do some stuff with their folks. There's several different ways. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. really good. Yeah. I appreciate that, Tim. Uh, that's exactly right. And, and I'll give you two practical examples of what that has looked like for us. Um, we have a unique situation in our city that another church actually owns the building that we meet in on Sundays. I got an email three or four day, three days ago that said, we want to uh, give you the month of April for free. And so wow. I just want to 
I'll give it, I want to give a shout out to Second Baptist and Conway uh, under Pastor Josh King's leadership. Those guys have been good to us this month. Uh, I think that's a, a, a way of blessing others. I had a church uh, in Atlanta, a pastor friend of mine. Um, I won't name them. They'll be getting more phone calls. But they said, if your church is uh, struggling financially during the season, let us know. We want to help you keep uh, bills paid and moving in the right direction. So I think about uh, churches that have, you know, there are churches on this call that have 200000 500000 $1.3 million in the bank. Uh, those kind of funds can be huge for a one, two, three, four, five-year-old church plant that's still trying to get their legs up under them. Mm-hmm. And so just financial generosity, you know, as pastors pray and God puts a planter on their heart uh, to connect with those planters and to offer up that kind of financial assistance. I mean, those are things that will never be forgotten during difficult times. And people have the capacity uh, to give. So what a great way to expand the kingdom and to tell the right story about um, about the the kingdom at large. Yeah. And hearing those stories, man, just just excites everybody who who doesn't want to be a part of a movement like that. Yeah. I mean, and I know a lot of people are worrying about, you know, financial or whatever. But, man, when you see people start to continue to give and let the church be the church, I want to be a part of that team. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. A, several of that. Two of the guys I talked to yesterday, one, his wife lost the job yesterday. And uh, we, we prayed for her and prayed over her. That's going to put a financial strain on the family. Mm-hmm. Another one, the husband, who was, was, was working bivocationally, he lost his job on Wednesday. Wow. And so there, that's a great word, Joey. Practically, a practical way churches can come alongside as they connect with, with uh, their church plants that they're sponsoring or others is to see what the needs are financially during this time. I think there's going to be a lot more jobs being lost. That's one yeah. thing I appreciate about Dr. Tucker's leadership and uh, things we've been presenting here uh, to our churches is that uh, this is an opportunity. When we talk about the opportunity for the gospel here it means that we're going to have to keep giving. And pastors do not need to back away from the importance of giving in this time because there is ministry still going on. Church yeah. plants are still yeah. connecting in the way we're talking about. Uh, they're still reaching out. They're still doing ministry. And uh, we need to fund them when the spouse gets uh, terminated or they get furloughed or whatever kind of deal. Uh, we have churches, church plants. We have churches all over Arkansas. They are serving meals to families in mm-hmm. need. And we got to keep funding that. Our disaster relief folks are serving thousands of meals a week already this week. Mm. And, uh, you know, we have IMB missionaries on the road. Uh, this is a church planning podcast. We have uh, plants uh, that are cooperative program funded through uh, uh, North American Mission Board all over the large cities in uh, America. And those large cities are the ones that are the hotspots for coronavirus. Mm, that's right. I mean, we've got our church planters out there in New York and San Francisco and, Detroit, and Los Angeles yeah. and Detroit and Chicago and these places that are, you know, uh, bright red on those coronavirus yeah. maps. And it, they need to know that we're backing them and we're behind them. And so this is a time for churches to stand up and pastors to lead in that giving 
I'll give you a couple of resources and then we'll close for prayer. Uh, we uh, have been putting out resources for uh, our Arkansas Baptist churches, which includes our church planters that we love. Uh, we just um, did a Facebook Live tutorial with an informational deal with Rusty Richardson from Lifeway. And uh, Lifeway Generosity has a online um, giving deal that is incredibly simple. You just go to a website. They create it for you. You just answer the questions and hit hit the button, and it creates the online giving thing. They handle all the back-end stuff. All your people have to do, you just send them a link, and they go to that link, and they put it on. So watch for that on our absc.org Facebook deal. It's just a great platform, and they're that's giving cool. it to people. So, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, we, did a, uh, we did a Facebook uh, live seminar with Nick Bird on uh, just simple ways to begin to approach how you do uh, the uh, broadcast of your service, and then we have great folks like Joey and others that know how to do that. And so we're connecting you with those resources. Um, Lifeway has some great stuff they've put out uh, for kids and families, things you do at home, devotions for your kids. Uh, Lifeway on their website has a backslash Corona virus page and all that's on there and you we've linked all those things so there are a number of things out there uh, take advantage of those and uh, know church planners you're not alone and uh, church our churches traditional churches are listening if you want to help a church plant you want to give uh, email tim email us call the building man we're here to help our churches serve during this time well, gentlemen, I appreciate you guys uh, being here. Let's take a moment as we close, and we're going to pray for our church planters. If yeah. that's okay, Tim, yeah. would you mind voicing a prayer for our church planters? Be happy to. Lord, thank you for your goodness and grace. Thank you, Lord, for how you are working through this time. Uh, thank you for all of our planters here in Arkansas, across the country, around the world, Lord, who have answered your call out of faith to step out and uh, Seek to reach new peoples with the good news of Jesus Christ. And, Lord, as they have stepped out, they've left behind some security. They've left behind some some comfort and, and are, are now on the edge. And, uh, Lord, just pray for your comfort and strength during this time. We pray for, that your spirit would rest on them, that they would... Uh, uh, that you would allow them to sense your presence in the middle of this trying time, that you'd give them wisdom beyond their age, beyond their comprehension. Lord, I pray that uh, you would use them during this time uh, to reach new peoples, to reach new families with the good news of Jesus Christ. Lord, we love you. We thank you for all that you've done and are doing through them. We lift them before you now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Joe and Tim, thank you for being here. And Neil, man, what a man, good episode. This is awesome. This is I'm a, Joey. Click, I'm going to click my pen on the way out. <laughs> for so, so for those that were listening, right in the middle of somebody talking, Tim clicks his pen. So he's just, <laughs> just he's a pen clicker. That's what, that's what he is. Thanks so for we're having me <laughs> and allowing me to uh, be a part of this. Tim, it's just good to have you. Joey Cook, you are my hero, man. I'm telling you, Joey's oh, the man. man. It's just always good to be in your presence, whether it's uh, technologically or in person. Well, I appreciate you guys. You guys are doing excellent work. I'm proud to be a part of it. Yeah. And you know what? All the resources that uh, uh, Greg mentioned, they'll be in the show notes as well for The Grind. Also, any other questions that you have for us, you can email us at thegrind at absc.org. That's our episode of The Grind today. Thanks for joining us here on The Grind. 
Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Grind. We hope you learned something new and found some encouragement along the way. To learn more about church planting in Arkansas and to find more resources, visit absc.org and click the church planting tab. Be sure to rate and review us if you like what you heard. Until next time, keep grinding.